This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. Hey dancers, welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss rankings of a ballet company. Yes, we do. There's actually so many rankings, hey? Yeah, there's heaps. And you know what? People fly up the ranks. Some people actually join ballet companies and they just stay in the quarter ballet too. Like we want to really discuss how you actually go up the ranks in a ballet company. Like when you know you might be getting promoted. Yes, Yeah, and like the usual timeframes of that promotion, like when it happens. So we're going to go through all of that. Yep. Let's get into it. Company, company goss. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Give the tea. Oh yeah. You know what guys though? Of course, every single week we give away prizes just by listening to our stage chats episodes. And this week's prize is a pro Lux jacket. Oh, lucky winner. (gasps) Yeah. So these are our new jackets, actually part of our toy toy audition range. And basically they're honestly amazing. So comfy. They hold you in. Yeah. I feel like they're very flattering. They kind of like go in at the waist yeah. so you look snatched. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And perfect for like comp season coming up. Yeah. So we have them in black and dusty pink, but we're giving away a dusty pink one today because the black one's pretty much sold out in most I know. sizes. It's crazy. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear my dog sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> and what was the other thing we have? To- oh, tip of the week. We need to talk about our tip of the week, Ailish. We do. We really do. So my tip of the week is I'm getting a haircut this afternoon. Oh. And you know what? I've been thinking about getting a haircut for months. You know when you just like think about I was brushing my hair and I was like, my gosh, I really need to get a haircut. Yep. So the other day I was like, you know what, Ailish, stop complaining about it. Actually book in and, and book do something in. about it. It's like going to the dentist. Yes. The same thing. Oh, yeah. you just like put it off, put it off. It's a time thing because you don't, you don't prioritize your hair, but really we probably should. And it's been bothering me. Like even like, you can ask Simone in the office, I complain about my hair my all the time. My hair's too long. Oh, my hair's too long and it annoys me and I'm shedding. So I'm just <laughs> like, you know what, do something about it. And you booked it in. I booked it in. And I have a lot of dead ends. I feel like your hair looks really long, though, to be honest. I know. That's why That's why I'm complaining. It needs a, it needs a trim. Well, a my trim. tip of the week is I have this affirmations app on my phone and I have them go off, like the affirmations. Pretty much, I think it's 10 to 12 per day. And the app oh, is I called- love that. Yeah, it's called I Am. And it's honestly such a nice app to have because I find that like if I'm just having like a bit of a stress day or like a down day or whatever, these affirmations pop up and they just like come at the perfect time. Yeah, it's like and they know you need it. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it and I'm like, holy mackerel. I didn't realise I needed to read yes. that just then. Like the one that just popped up then was, I am my own greatest cheerleader and Ali. Oh, that's so like, nice. How cute is that? It just reminds you of these all these little things and they just stay there and they stay in your feed. The only person I compare myself to is the person I was yesterday. My life is full of endless possibilities. It just reminds you of little what things. What a good thing to read. Yeah, so yeah. that's my tip of the week. It's called I am. And it's just like a nice little positivity reminder if you feel like you need that on your phone. Oh my gosh, I love that. I might yeah. download that. Yeah, Simi got great. me onto it actually because hers were popping up, but she only has like three per day, but yeah. I put it up to like 12. You're like, I need max. <laughs> <laughs> so Every three CDS, I need yeah. max. <laughs> <laughs> so there is basically, you've got a ballet company, right? Yeah. First of all, we should discuss, you've got different sized companies. So you've got the big ones like Paris Opera, Royal Ballet, English yeah. National Ballet, where there's like probably a hundred dancers plus yeah yeah, and then you've got small 
smaller companies. Like if you go to any like smaller city around the world, there's usually a ballet company like more of a state ballet rather than like a national. Exactly. And there's always going to be like a smaller company linked to it. And there might be like some of them are as small as like 30 dancers. Yeah. I think actually, to be honest, most companies around the world would probably be that size. Yeah, even less. Yeah. Like 20 to 30 dancers. Yeah, Yeah, quite literally. So you can imagine the ranking system being a little bit different in the smaller companies. Yeah. But I think overall we should just list out the ranks, how we know it separately. Um, The first one would be just company artist. Yeah, company artist or below that would be something like a young artist. Like an apprentice. Yeah, apprentice. Yeah, so normally – Apprentice. Apprentice. (laughs) So normally when you first join a company, they do have an apprentice, I guess, rank because I guess it's like their way of testing you out. Yeah, (laughs) and you're normally just out of school. And you're normally just out of school. So instead of like putting you straight into the company artist, it's like their way of saying like we do like dancing, Mm. you dancing with us, so we'll put you in as apprentice role. Yeah, exactly. And it's like a bit of an opportunity, I guess. Like if you perform well as an apprentice, they're probably going to then like slot you into the main company. Yeah, it's like you have to work for it. Yeah, exactly. So I guess once you prove yourself and you've been in the apprentice role, some people might not even go into that role. Some people might actually just join the main company. Yeah. And as we said before, it's a company artist. So that's pretty much the bottom of the ballet company. And, you know, when you're a company artist, you can guarantee that you'll be doing roles like, you know, even sounds like a lot, but you might be standing at the side of some ballets as like an extra, you know, or you might be the stars in Cinderella, which is like the quarter ballet um, segment of Cinderella. Exactly. You might not even put your point shoes on. No, yeah. And can I just say, I actually think like the first years in your company actually Mm. kind of determine your future, right? They're the hardest years. You have to prove yourself. You want to get, you know, noticed and put on stage into solo roles. You actually need to like smack on a smile and you've got to be okay with doing all of like, I think Stephen McRae said once his first role in the company as an artist was literally scooping up the pony's poo in La Filma Garde. <laughs> I actually heard that. Yeah, like that yeah. was that was where he started and yes. he said he did it with a smile and that was where he began and like he'll never forget that because like look what he's doing now. I mean, Exactly. Yeah, so like you just got to remember that wherever you start, it's not going to be the end. You're but not going to go straight to principal. No. Like you have to work up the ranks and I think for a company also it's trust. Yes. They're, they want to trust that you are going to put on a great show, entertain yeah. all these people. So you really do have to prove yourself. Yeah, and that trust takes years to build. Yeah. I would say like even for someone now to progress to the next rank, which is called normally first artist or like soloist. Kind of, yeah, soloist depends on how big the company is. Like Royal do artist, first artist, soloist, but then you might have a smaller company that goes artist straight to soloist because there's, there's not many. I think there's also a core fee. Yeah, there yeah. could be a core fee. Just like there's normally a rank that's like just above quarter ballet. Yeah. But you know what? If you're the rank that's just above that quarter ballet rank, you're probably still going to be doing quarter ballet roles. Yeah, you're just mainly probably at the front yeah. or if there's like a soloist section in the quarter ballet. You'll you, be doing yeah, that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that's their way of kind of giving you a little bit of opportunity. Yeah. But for some people getting to that rank might take them like three years. Just to yes. put it in perspective, when I joined the Royal Ballet, I was an artist, right? And they, I basically left after three years and he said if I'd stayed an extra year, the following year, that would be my fourth season with them, he was prepared to promote me to first artist. Even though I was doing soloist principal yeah. roles, like, but I still remember that. And I'm like, that was four years. Like four 
four years so of you proving yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And like that is fast. That's yeah. actually considered fast. There's some people that join the Royal Ballet, they do not move in any rank whatsoever. Yes. You literally just stay at the bottom your whole career. Yeah. And I guess some people are really happy with yeah. that. But I also think, you know, it is hard when you are like Claudia, when she was doing soloist roles, but she didn't have that title. The, yeah. Because it's rank. obviously like, you know, there's a pay difference. Yeah. There's a rehearsal difference. Exactly. Like, you have to do factor in those lot of different there's things. Like, there's like and when you're doing it for three, three, four years, like, yeah. you know, it's like my time's up. Yeah. You yeah. kind of like after a while you feel a little bit used because like in a way you're still in the quarter ballet dressing room, like getting ready with everyone else. They're about to go on and do like a quarter ballet group piece. And they're obviously their approach to the ballet is going to be so different to you yeah. who might be doing a soloist or a principal piece. And you're like kind of stressing out a yeah, little bit, of course. but everyone else is chill because they're not even putting on their point shoes exactly, that night. So like, yeah. I think, yeah, there's certain things it does make it like a little bit difficult. Yeah. But I think, again, this is like part of being a ballet company. Like you really have to get used to being at the bottom and being okay with it. And being grateful to be at the bottom. Like also think about the amount of people that have auditioned for your role. Yes, exactly. Like I think some people, like I know when I was, when we were both in companies, Mm. probably we were a bit complacent, always wanting more, 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 but actually realizing like so many people have auditioned for my part. Yes, exactly. And I'm here for a reason. So I've got to like, you know, I've got to be putting on a show. Yeah, Yeah. and work for it. Because like, again, they could just look at you and say, yep, let's replace her. And they're not going to hand it to you. No, it's so easy to, for them to just kind of move on to the next girl. There's always someone better. There's always someone with higher legs. You know what I mean? Like we know, we know this scene, obviously, even for you listening to it, like, you You know know how competitive it is. Exactly. We all know. Um, So I would say after first artist, it goes, yeah, to soloist. Yeah. I would say soloist would probably be the biggest like moment in someone's career in a way. Because I think going from quarter ballet and then proving yourself, like we just mentioned, to that next soloist rank, I feel like that is a really big step. Yeah, for sure. Because it means you're taken out of quarter ballet pieces. So for example, your rehearsal schedule will probably, I don't know, maybe half. Yeah. Because like in a way, quarter ballet dancers, they're literally rehearsing every single day. Soloists, there's only one of you. So your rehearsals become shorter and less in a way. Yeah. So um, I would say, yeah. And also too, obviously you're doing solos on stage. Like that's insane. But also quick question, at the Royal Ballet, if you're a soloist, that means you can't do quarter ballet roles. No, like they would only get a soloist to step into quarter ballet roles. One, if they knew the personality of that person would be okay to do it. Right, like the ego. Yeah, yeah, there were some soloists that they wouldn't even dare asking them doing a, a quarter ballet piece because, yeah, well. yeah, they would just like literally turn around and say yeah. no. But then there'd be some soloists that would be like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm chill with that. Like it's only one and you're obviously desperate so I'm happy to help. Yeah, like fill in or, yeah, you know, for yeah. one show. Exactly, yeah. for one show. But, yeah, normally they would never put a soloist in a quarter ballet. Yeah, Interesting. Piece. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like a Royal Ballet, I knew they wouldn't do that. I think um, at other smaller companies because they, they, they need the dancers, I think they would. But True. Yeah, that's why I was curious about Royal because I, I was do like, it or not. I, I think people would take that as a bad. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they do. People normally. wouldn't like that. They yeah. wouldn't like it. Yeah. And then um, to get to a soloist, I would say if you're at the bottom of the company, to get to a soloist rank, I think moving quickly up into a company, I think that would take you like quickly five years. Oh, yeah. Like even someone like Frankie. So I joined the company with Frankie and Frankie got promoted, I think, two first artists in the year that I left, right? She's now principal. She's like the top of the company. Like they absolutely love her, right? And that just kind of proves to you, like she climbed up the ranks to first artist in three years, which still- That's fast. Yeah, that is so fast. There'd be people before her that would still be in the 
the company and she'd be climbing yeah, through. Yeah, she's climbing yeah. through. Yeah, and I think she got to soloist like a year or a year and a half or two years later or something. Yeah. So it took her like four years or four and a half or something like that. And that is like- That's un- speedy. Yeah, that's unheard of. <laughs> and like That's Frankie, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, if you're sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, four years, like that's ages. Like that's actually that's so fast. fast. That yeah. is very fast. So fast. Especially for a massive company like the Royal. Yeah. Like maybe other companies would be different. Mm. But still, I would even still consider that would be fast. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it is. And then principal, I think it was like, yeah, two years later. And it's true, right? Once you're a principal rank, mm-hmm. if you move to a different ballet company, you still have to be a principal. Oh, really? I've read that. Yeah, I've heard so that. So once you're a principal somewhere. Once you've got the title as a principal dancer yeah. and you move to a different ballet company, you have to be a principal dancer. That's so crazy. I yeah. actually didn't know that. Yeah. Well, after soloist, there's normally either, you know, it might be principal straight away yeah. or in Royal there's first soloist. Yeah, so or meaning, senior soloist. Yeah, senior yeah. soloist. So they're normally, they're doing the things like, okay, you know in Giselle you've got Giselle and then you've also got Queen of the Willis. So yeah. they would obviously do the Queen of the Willis and then there'd be Giselle. So yeah. it's like kind of two main roles. So that would be like a first soloist. Yeah. Or what's another example? Um, oh, um, La Bayadere, you've got Gemzadi or Nakia. Yeah, So right. Nakia would be the principal yeah. and then Gemzadi Zardi would be the first soloist. Yeah, right. So they're kind of doing like I would say the roles that are like just below principal. Yeah. Like what the, would you say for Nutcracker? Um, because you got Sugar Plum and yeah, Sugar Plum. Or actually, Sugar Plum and the Royal Ballet was always done by principals and first soloists. Okay. Yeah, but then Clara was always um, they normally give that opportunity to first, a young. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Normally a first artist, so not the bottom of the company, not an artist, but they'd be a first artist or a soloist. Right. Okay. Yeah, normally Clara. I know, isn't that interesting? It's crazy because um, obviously there might be exceptions to all this, but just in general, that's normally how it goes. And it ma- that makes sense, right? Mm. You, you're you the highest of ranks. Yep. You should get the highest role. Of course, yeah. exactly. And obviously with every single rank too as well, I know this is like for Royal as well. I don't know about other companies, but the pay does increase. And yeah. it, actually for Royal, it increases a fair bit. It's yeah, not like a wow. little bit. Yeah, when you go up the ranks, it's like a lot. Yeah, I guess you have so much responsibility too. Like yeah. think about the amount of people that go to London yeah. to see the Royal Ballet. It's like sold you out need to put your night. best things forwards. Yeah. Also, I think a good way to tell if you are moving up the ranks mm. quickly is if you're, you know, a company artist, but you are getting this soloist opportunity. Yeah. I guess the company wants to see how you deal with the pressure, how you perform. And how you handle it. And yeah. a lot of the time too, they might not actually necessarily cast you. Like let's just say there is Clara in the Nutcracker, right? Yeah. So – Oh, no, let's just say that there's Sugar Plum in the Nutcracker, for example. They will put their principal and first soloist dancers, like they'll opening actually night. opening yeah. nights, cast like on rotation. They'll have that. Then there's always undercut. Then there's always understudies, yeah. and they're normally in brackets. And those people are not guaranteed shows. They will only do shows if someone in the first art, someone that's actually cast to do it, gets injured. Yeah, right? wow. So those people that get those opportunities to understudy the role, they will normally be ranks like artists or yes. first artists. Yeah. They'll just randomly put people that they think might be able to handle it. And also they want them to be in those rehearsals because obviously yes. like the more you rehearse, the better you're going to become. Yes. So they obviously see potential and want them to be a part of it, yeah. but like they're not guaranteed to perform. No. And yeah. that's like the company's way of kind of saying to that person, hey, this is probably where we see you in a few years yeah. time. If you keep working hard, um, we're giving you this opportunity to understudy it, but you're not going to go 
on stage yet with yeah. it because we don't think you're quite ready there. Yeah. We don't think you're ready yet for it. But that's their way of kind of like giving you an opportunity. And as a young dancer, you'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like I remember there being some scandals, like when like, you know, casting goes up and there's someone understudying it. Yeah. And like they're, they're very so, new. Yeah, or they're something. new. And like people would be looking at the casting board and being like, oh my gosh, like, can you believe like this person's yeah. understudying that? Or, that's the part you don't see. Hey? Yeah, that's you definitely the part. Yeah. The casting always causes like a little bit of drama because I guess it is a way the company's reflection of the trajectory that they have you on. Yeah. Like, because um, when you think about it, every single person that joins a ballet company, there's like, there's a different path for everyone. Exactly. There's some people when a company director looks at you, they're going to be like, this person's perfect for the quarter ballet. They're going to stay in the quarter ballet in my company for the rest of their life. And they can help the younger dancers. Yep. Like if you're more of like a nurturing, you're going to keep them into shape, yep. into line. And there was yeah. definitely people um, at the Royal Ballet that were literally there for that reason. And they were so good at what they did. Yep. Like, and they knew that. They accepted Stay that. in line. Yeah. <laughs> they knew that. That's what they were there for, right? Yeah. And then you've got people where the company director, I guess, looks at them and is like, oh, actually this one, she's really good at this. I reckon eventually she'll be a senior soloist in our company. Yep. But they'll know deep down that you're never actually going to get to the principal role. And that's the scariest thing about ballet companies. We never know, I guess, what the director has in store for you unless you have a conversation and you actually ask them, like, what do you have planned for me in two years time? Like, what is there something there for me that I can understudy or do to like put myself out there more? Yeah, because, you know, if you want to be a principal dancer and they don't see that for you, then you obviously need to work something out because that's your goal. Yeah, it's like if that's your goal, do you stay in a company where they're going to box you or do you go to another company and try and see if like they're going to put you out of that box and actually like put you in a position where you want to be. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Like it's just so much more than just like I do ballet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like every single like raw ballet, Paris opera dancer, all this that you see posting on Instagram and they're like, I dance this tonight. There is so much like that is behind those layers. Like they would be fighting for casting. Like, you know, it's highly competitive. You're in like a highly competitive environment. It's like runners or like we were watching um, Formula One. Yes. Like, it's that's so wild. competitive. Like yeah. they're on the same team, but they're actually versing each other because like yep. they need to beat each other. Exactly. And I think the funny thing about ballet and ballet companies is that it is so hard to get there, mm. so hard to make it, but it's actually even harder like sometimes to even stay and prove yeah. prove your worth. And like sustain it. You have to every day showcase the best of you yeah. if you want to make it because it is so competitive. Exactly. And I guess it's survival of who loves it the most. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I think those that really truly love it, they will be the ones that end up remaining in the art form because yeah. like the the sacrifice, the daily commitment, the toll that it has on your body yeah. and your confidence at times, like it is a lot. But and you're if, fighting the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, your career is never super easy. You're no. not just handed everything on a silver platter. No. You are fighting for every single role just like every day. Yeah, yeah, just like you do like growing up. You know how like, you know, when girls get like main parts, like that never goes away almost. Yes. So like if you are going through that right now and like another girl's getting like a role you wanted, well, guess what? It's such good practice because that's going to be what it's like later on. Yeah. And you've got to be able to deal with it and keep going on. Like yes. you can't just be like, oh, nuts. I give up. I give up. This yeah. isn't this isn't for me. It's like it's not for you. No. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So I think it's a good it's a good reminder. Like if you really love it, you'll stick it out. Yeah, you will. And Absolutely, you will. That's good advice. Yeah. I so, think so. That's 
that's probably a good place to wrap it up, guys. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Lots of fun. Ins and outs. Ins and outs to the rankings of a ballet company. Yeah, wow. Interesting. Love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode.